The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bengals fans are amazing. They're resilient, they're tough, but they're fun. And I'm I'm really excited to hopefully meet a lot a lot more of you. Isaac has the big game. Then we became a real balanced offense for the playoff run, which I thought was really important. He put on the greatest route running exhibition I have ever seen in my life. He was he was football twenty four seven, and that was the greatest part of of Chad. Times at times the early part, I would tell him when we were throwing deep passes, I said, "Don't wait too long." You know, because I'm going to get away. If you ain't going to have the arm to get there. So, you know, I want to run to the ball, you know. Well, it looks like Duke's in a waiting room. I don't want to keep Duke waiting. He gave us uh, a very limited amount of time. I know he's a busy, busy man. Duke, what's going on, big dog? How you doing, buddy? Jim, how are you, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm real busy. I'm sitting on my porch. Yeah, well, hey. Have a little drink going on there. You know, Joe Burrow has played in big games his entire life. And I would think he will be a steady hand at the at the, at the bow of the ship. And uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they take him all the way to the Super Bowl. I really wouldn't do it. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Talking Football with Bengal Jim and Friends. Guys, tonight we got a great lineup. We have Mike Watts, the voice of the Cincinnati Bengals preseason TV broadcast. Um, and if you haven't talked to this guy before, get to know him. He is, he, he's, he's got a great resume. We're going to talk to Mike here in a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about the game as well with Mike. We've got Jackie Rowe, uh, the president of the Cincinnati Fear video gaming uh, uh, team here in the Cincinnati area we'll get into uh, as well. So a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. Let's get – well, I, you know what? You know what we got to do? We haven't really done this, guys. We have not really thanked uh, our viewers that watch live on Cincy Jungle's page. This Our show has now been streaming to Cincy Jungle's uh, Facebook page now for the past three or four weeks. So uh, welcome everybody that's watching and joining in from uh, Cincy Jungle as well. Yeah. So well, actually, we did, Jimmy. That was during your two-week sabbatical when you were out. Yeah, we actually a did a whole 20-minute segment that. on it. But, yeah. Yeah, it was, like it was decade and a half of the show, really, but. I mean, it's and, always and good to everybody's, again. If everybody's watching right now, if you can see J, uh, James's head is strategically placed right over his shirt uh, where his head would be. So um, it looks good, man. Jamie, you look actually, you're wearing your headphones like you are on your shirt. And Tom, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. James, uh, <laughs> I've never seen yeah, anyone Jamie. be so happy to be in between a Jamie and Tom sandwich. I'm just saying. I, I know. That's what friends <laughs> are for. Happy. That's what friends are for. Yeah, Tom, see, even Dave, fan. listener Dave. Look at look at Caleb. Caleb's on it. Puts it up there. You know the the actual face of the uh, the show is actually here tonight. So what do we owe this honor? Oh, thanks for thanks for having me back on, guys. Gosh damn. Uh, let's let's talk about we talk about Jesse Bates, guys. Big news, man. Uh, Jesse Bates uh, signing his contract. I don't think there was any doubt that Jesse uh, wasn't going to sign that uh, thirteen million, approximately thirteen million dollar deal. Why would you walk away from that? But uh, Guys, what do you think, Tom? I mean, that's just, I mean, we needed him. I mean, that's secondary solid with him. 
it, it really, you know, how much, how good's the defense looking now? And it'll be interesting to see what Lou Anarumo has, has dialed up with both he and Dax Hill on the field at the same time uh, with Vaughn Bell. I mean, is what we've seen with Dax Hill is as he matures, they're going to be able to use him in so many different ways. I think he's going to be a stud free safety. I think he's going to be an elite free safety in the league. He can play the strong safety. He can tackle. He's got hands. He's got incredible speed. And when they need him to, they can slide him into the nickel as a corner or as a dime corner. So uh, they're set at uh, safety and, uh, I think he's going to give a lot of defense or offense a lot of headaches with our defense. Hey, Bill, I agree with Bill here, man. That that's secondary, especially at safety here, man. I'll tell you what, they're going to be like you said. Lou's going to be able to mix up all kinds of crazy stuff that he concocts, man. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I I I mean, I think we all knew he was going to come back and sitting out long as he can. He's got what 18 days now to get ready for uh, for home opener, and Tony here says. Hill's going to give him a run. It's got to be hard sitting there watching the guy come in and, and uh, you know, do well in the practice reps. Right. You know, you got to like what you saw from, from Dax on, um, on Sunday night there. Kudos um, to the Bengals for getting Jesse in the fold again. I don't think it was something that we doubted. It was just a matter of – it wasn't a question of if, a question of when. He's here and uh, a lot of weapons back there to play with. But a uh, good game Sunday there by, by Dax with the interception and – and stepping up, um, certainly a, a young gun back there to go with uh, with the two veterans. So exciting to uh, see that. One more thing on the preseason game. I'm going to go off on a, on a quick tangent. Uh, so many in the national media there just giving Thaddeus Moss the, the run. So many people just, you know, saying, you know, what a dirty hit, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, kudos to people like Andrew Whitworth um, and a lot of others stepping up and saying, hey, this is something that's, that happened, you know, in the NFL, it happens, you know, between the tackle box is specifically what the NFL rules are. And I think it was Whitworth, too, who said, you know, if you want to stop stuff like that, we're going to basically have a glorified Pro Bowl. So contact is part of it. Um, at the end of the day, you know, glad um, Thibodeau is okay. You know, you never want to see anybody get hurt. So glad he's okay, not going to miss the whole season, you know, three to four weeks. And um, I think, you know, part of the problem was, one, he didn't square up. He, he kind of turned to him. You never want to get chopped on, on the side. Uh, you'd rather take that hit uh, up front, and he just wasn't prepared for it. So I don't think it was anything uh, dirty at all. Thaddeus is uh, just trying to get a roster spot. And uh, kudos to those on, on the national media that, that stepped up and said, hey, let's wait a minute here. This is something that's taught, you know, every week in practice. This is part of the game. Again, it was between the tackle box for the NFL rules. And, and that's that. So uh, just had to get that off my chest. Did a picture of Jesse Bates flash on the screen there for a split second? That was my fault. Yep. Just want to make sure it wasn't like a Fight Club thing. <laughs> hey, real quick, we want to give everybody an update. Uh, we uh, we have a charity duck race we just started here. Actually, Tony and I just posted this damn thing. I think Saturday evening, uh, while we're heading to Beer Fest, uh, Trish and I and Carrie and, and Tony heading to Beer Fest. And, At a soccer uh, field, Jimmy. Is that what that was? Uh, I didn't even yeah, you know, I was. it was funny. I saw you posing to walk up the stairs of the soccer field. I'm thinking, man, yeah, tennis one fans. week, soccer the next week. What's going on with you? I'm pretty versatile, guys. You know, <laughs> I'm pretty damn versatile. He's a renaissance uh, man, Jamie. But uh, we are in the middle of a fundraiser right now. We had our, our ticket partner, Caleb, put us in touch with uh, TickPick, uh, donate two tickets to the Saints-Bengals game in New Orleans, Lower Bowl, Section 124, I think seats 15 and 16. It's almost about a $1,000 value, those two tickets combined, approximately $1,000 value. So uh, we're doing $50 a duck. Uh, we already sold, I think, 30 to 31 ducks already. I'll try to pull this up real quick. Uh, and at some point, Caleb, in the uh, chat area, we'll, we'll try to post the, uh, uh, the actual uh, link for that. So here we are right here. Uh, we're up to over fourteen hundred dollars, or over fifteen hundred dollars of a five thousand dollars goal in just a, a two or three days. So, uh, I appreciate everybody. Everything that's going here is going to the that's donated is going to the Make a Wish Foundation. It goes directly to them, uh, and we're trying to hit that five thousand dollars goal, guys. So, uh, man, I tell you what, that's a really cool thing uh, that uh, TickPick did for us, James. That's a really cool thing. It's certainly cool. A lot of people have that date circled on their calendar. We want to see all the boys from LSU return back to. Um, their old college stopping grounds, and a lot of people excited about that uh, 
game. That was a game we thought maybe was rumored to be moved moved overseas. Glad it, it didn't. Uh, a lot of people haven't had the opportunity to go down and see the Bengals play in the, in the Superdome. So uh, going to be a lot of fun, a great gesture, and, and somebody with a minimum $50 donation is going to have their name in the hat there and uh, a chance to get those uh, tickets, which we know are going to go for a premium for sure. Quick point about uh, charities. I've had this – we've had a couple – of public outings and fans come up to a 100% of everything we raise goes to our charity designated yes. at that time. There's no slicing it up like a pizza. Mm-hmm. There's no paying, you know, so-and-so for their work or anything out. Everything goes to that charity. Uh, just like the shirts, even the bad ones that uh, you can, you can purchase 100% of all the proceeds from that go to the Ken Anderson Alliance. And that will, stand until i guess we've sold the last shirt so that's, that's, the, one, I, that's the best that's, shirt there is tom yeah my but, uh my buddy matt allman here in Brantford, ontario bought one and he's wearing it around town with pride so <laughs> it's gonna is be it the one that's autographed by all of us i haven't i haven't signed it yet i'm not sure he wants my autograph i think uh he's just happy with the shirt oh lord we have uh, we ran into uh, actually so uh, the duck race only a hundred ducks are being sold. We're capping it at a hundred, no more than a hundred. September sixth is when that duck race is going to be. So make sure you get your duck. There are multiple people buying more than one. So is it uh, two tickets? Two tickets. You win wow. two tickets if your duck wins. You win the two tickets to the Saints game, Bengals Saints game in New Orleans. So and those tickets are going for a pretty good dime. Caleb's sitting there in the in the in that back room right now, producing, shaking his head because he. He's he's constantly checking on tickets. These ticket prices for the Saints are crazy expensive. So, good luck to everybody, and thanks for helping with the charity. And guys, we have everybody in the waiting room right now. I think we're going to uh, pull Mike on, but just to, in a minute here. And I, I want to actually, guys, I started doing some. We started digging into a little research on Mike uh, Watts today, the voice of the Bengals preseason TV broadcast. I think he's been doing it since 2018. His resume is so long. He's done SEC games. He's done all kinds of stuff here, and. Uh, and you don't even need to know what he looks like. When you play this video, you just know it. Listen to this video right here. This is Mike. Uh, actually, it was a preseason game from, I think, 2020, 21. I can't remember. But listen to this voice, man. It's it's something. Ask is knocked down. And this is ruled a fumble for now. And toward the end zone, diving in. Touchdown, Cincinnati. Henderson goes the distance. Trask gets hit in the backfield. Ball squirts loose. And they're already showing it up. So that was the voice. This is the face of Mike Watts. Mike, what's up, big dog? Welcome to the show, buddy. That's it. No, appreciate you guys having me. And I, I didn't realize we were also doing video in this. I, 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 I'm pleasantly surprised, I guess. That did end up getting overturned. All I know is is the, the blue bag came out and the ref did this. And I thought Cincinnati scored. Big bummer for, for Trayvon. That's for sure. Hey, Mike, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't know if you've ever watched a show before, but I can tell you, we got other videos. We found high school videos, college videos, so we'll play those later. So, yeah, of you. Oh, yeah, we Whoa. do some digging, man. We got Twitter posts from, like, 2017. It's Yeah, bad. dude, it's – yeah, so it, just stay with us. If you want to see some crazy videos of Mike that he's not expecting, hang with us. We'll play those here in a minute. Oh. Oh, Mike, welcome, right. man. Talk a little bit, man. You, you've been – has it been since 2018 you've been doing the preseason broadcast? Yeah, yeah, 2018, and that first game was uh, the Chicago Bears, uh, you know, two minutes left, uh, walk-off. I think Auden Tate may have caught the touchdown, but, yeah, so when Auden Tate was a seventh-round rookie, that was when I came in to put this in, in Bengal perspective. And, and Auden Tate just got cut by the Falcons, I think, didn't he? I think I thought lots of what yeah. I saw. Today. He's that available. Yep. Oh, man, so – so, Mike, tell what is it like being in the broadcast booth with the legend Anthony Munoz? Talk about our guy. Um, look, I, I was 25, so everyone talks about how young these rookies are. Like, I was basically, as far as an announcer goes, like the same kind of you know bright-eyed, bushy-tailed rookie that all of them were. So, you walk in and and you don't really know Anthony personally, but he called me when we initially. You know, got this grouping together in 2018, and Mike Valpredo was still there. And those guys could not have been better to me from, from day one. And look, Anthony, you know, my spotter tore his Achilles over the offseason. He's asking him, hey, do you need a chair? Or, you know, what golf courses do you like to hit on? And, 
like everyone in the booth, no matter where we go, people gravitate to him and everything that you see on TV and everything that you've heard about him or any experience that you've had with him, it really honestly is Anthony. And that's, you know, to be the best tackle of all time, um, but to also be one of the best humans of all time is, is pretty impressive. Yep. James, go ahead. No, I was looking back on the resume, and this isn't uh, Bengals related, but being a, a fellow New Yorker, I see one of your favorite ESPN 30 for 30s as the requiem of, of the Big East there, being a, a, a Syracuse guy. I see on your, your bio your favorite uh, arena is Madison Square Garden. You want to uh, touch base on the, on the New York route? Yeah, so grew up 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 north, I guess would be a good way to describe it on this podcast. I'll leave it at that. Grew up up north. Um, went to Fordham in New York. And in terms of, of MSG, I didn't really understand it until I moved there. You don't really realize the significance of it until you actually get there a little bit. And I, I worked with our, our radio station, which is an NPR affiliate in New York, uh, WFUV, got credentialed to Knicks games and Rangers games. And so I got a taste of it then. Um, the PA announcer for a long time at MSG, Mike Walzeski, uh, is also a Fordham grad, and he was at a Fordham women's basketball game while I was still in college, and I was doing PA that day, and he, he thought I was pretty good. Um, made a couple of calls. They needed a backup. Well, I, I've been backing up, you know, calling New York Knick games courtside at, at the Garden is, is the voice of the Garden now, uh, probably since 2018. And I've done the Big East tournament now since 2019, so, you know, you sort of feel like you have a, a little bit of a, of a role in the history of that tournament and that building. And that's, um, especially at, at my age, it's, it's not lost on me, the amount of history in that building. It's exciting. I remember dragging Bengal Jim there, what, three or four years ago to, uh, to a Syracuse game at, at MSG. And it's just a historic place, whether it was a Ringling Brothers circus show, WWE, <laughs> to the, what is it, 12 nights of a fish concert that they had consecutively there. I, uh, I agree. It's a pretty cool sports venue. Yeah, no, Hi, it's, it's it's spectacular, man, really. If you haven't been there, it's worth it. All right, Tom, Mike, get having, back uh, on track with Bengal stuff. <laughs> having been around the team now for several years and the special historical year uh, that meant to all of us fans, what is the sense you're getting from the team this year, from, from Zach Taylor on down? Is it the, the focus that was there last year? Because uh, from the moment they walked off the field in Los Angeles after the Super Bowl, all we have heard is Super Bowl hangover. They can't be back. They won't be good. They'll fall back down. What What is your sense uh, talking and dealing with the team all of training camp? Yeah, my experience is it's not going to be an ego problem, and it's it's not going to be a talent problem. There is an element of when you walk off five times in one year off one guy's foot, you know, that, that naturally would lead you to, to wonder if there could be any pullback year over year. You could also sit there and, and say, look at all the talent that they've added. Uh, you've got another year of, of Joe. You've got another year of Jamar without all the hoopla and training camp. And obviously have to play the first place schedule, which is is part of why there's so much parity um, in the NFL. They do pin the best teams against each other. And that means one of them has to lose. All of that said, I, I'd say my feeling is there's sort of a quiet humility um, confidence. It, it doesn't feel like they're buying into it. I also think there is a, a feeling that when you look at preseason, they don't feel the need to put starters out there. I think they rate the fact that the teams with the most injuries in preseason are the ones that tend to have worse seasons as opposed to the teams that get the most work um, in preseason when you can do it in a more structured way uh, in a practice. So I think there's sort of an understanding, okay, we've been there. We know what it takes. I don't sense a hangover in the group, though. There will be challenges, but it won't be ego and it won't be a hangover. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey. 
instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Jamie, anything for Mike? Uh, Not Bengals related, more career related. What's, uh, can you tell us like a funny story of something that happened live on the air that maybe shouldn't have happened live on the air. Like I, th- I think back to the, uh, huh. <laughs> the, 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 the anniversary this week, um, with the, I pride myself of man, and a man of faith and there's a deep right shot to left. Is yeah. there anything that's ever happened uh, that you've been a part of or, or uh, a funny story about something that's happened on air? We, we do stuff every week on this show that would never fly on a regular cable network. That's why we're just internet indie guys. Well, sometimes I feel like I should be an internet indie guy too. For, for, uh, look, I mean, you know, I I've done a lot of um, I call it word sneak. I haven't done it with the Bengals, but I've done it for a lot of other national TV events where you know I'll have people send me words and things like that that can get a little bit hokey at times. Uh, you know, there was a a certain you know use of phrasing in the Cardinals game that seemed to get around the internet a little bit, so. Uh, that, that sort of happened. Um, but it's, you walk a tightrope for three, four hours every week. And for me, I I think I'm doing seven games this week. Like, you know, you just hope that today's not the day you make the flub (laughs) seen around the internet, but you're never that far away. So that's awesome. So, so Mike, so what has it been like? I mean, do you get to interact a lot with the coaching staff? I know you're in the booth a lot, but I mean, you've, You've interacted with the players and coaches pretty consistently, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely get to training camp, which which is huge for me, especially because I, I don't need to know a lot about Joe Burrow. I need to know a lot about Drew Plitt and Jake Browning. And so it's a lot of the guys that are competing for roster spots. I spoke with Kwame Lasseter. I spoke with Kendrick Pryor. And um, just trying to understand their stories because – you know, ultimately, those are the guys that you maybe don't know about, but could end up being the fifth wide receiver and the key on special teams. I mentioned at the end of, of the game in New York on, on TV, it was someone different every week, but it was really rare that it was like, you know, the guy who was picked in the first round. I mean, Jamar had the huge game against Kansas City, but at the end of the day, you don't win the playoff game against Kansas City. If Johnston doesn't make, uh, or, or I guess it'd be the, Tennessee game uh, that he makes the tackle on on Derrick Henry I mean you can go right down the line the whole year and it was players 30 through 53 that ended up winning you about half your games at the final moment and while you know the top 30 are rightfully so why you know people pay for tickets and they're excited about the games and all that talent you know my job is to introduce you guys to to everybody else and for me that's it's a lot of fun to storytell and Yep. And dig into that. So a lot of time around Zach over the last few weeks and uh, certainly just trying to get to know the, the lower round picks and, and the undrafted free agents. Yep. One of the uh, one of the position battles has been that that left guard spot. We saw Jackson Carmen start in week one. We saw week one of preseason um, Cordell Volson get the start in, in week two. We, from what we've seen, you know, certainly he made some mistakes on um, Sunday night, but but overall, a solid game. Um, if you read some of the, the Collins, Lael Collins spoke very highly of him. Uh, a kid with a lot of energy is willing to learn and that works hard. Have you had the opportunity to uh, to speak to Cordell? And what can you tell us about our potential starting left guard? 
Yeah, haven't had the chance to speak to him one-on-one. When you talk with uh, his position coach, when you talk to Frank Pollock, everything that he's talked about for the last few years, the the glass-eater comments, and uh, I I think we may have rolled part of those comments into a game last week or, or two weeks ago. But just the the toughness, the physicality, the the willingness to finish, um, all that stuff is there. So you've got all these positive features. He played at North Dakota State, where you know they'd run the ball sixty times a game, um, and and just destroy FCS opponents and give a really good game to some quality FBS teams every year as well. You know, with the Giants, that was a tough thing to get thrown into. You know, the the line was completely out of whack with the number of injuries that they had going into the game, for one. And then you've got Wink Martindale throwing, you know, zero blitzes in in the third quarter of a preseason game, uh, which I know Bill Belichick didn't exactly take kindly to. Um, So you've got all this stuff whizzing around you, and you don't have Joan on one side. You don't have Ted Karras on the other, guys who have seen – everything. So I asked someone in the Bengals organization uh, over the last few days, is this something where it can maybe cut down on the rookie learning curve of playing that position because you've got guys like Jonah and Ted on either side can help you identify things. Ultimately said, look, you you have to stand on your own in this league, but maybe there is some element of that that will continue to help him grow. Everything you hear from the staff has been overwhelmingly positive about his development and growth. I think end of the second quarter of the Giants game, you saw a little bit of that rookie learning curve, but you also saw some some really good moments, moments in the running game where he got some significant push. Jackson, Carmen, when he does come back from COVID, um, you know, I don't know that he's been Wally Pipped necessarily, but uh, he's got some work to do. Yeah, interesting. We'll go to a, we got some viewer questions we'll go to here in just a minute. Caleb's got a couple of them kind of uh, – we'll go to them right now. Uh, uh, Jennifer's asking, who's the biggest surprise as a rookie uh, to you right now, Mike? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know that Kendrick Pryor can be considered a, a surprise given how much he, he got talked up during camp. Um, he'd probably be the first guy who comes to mind. He's just flashed really well over and over again. Um, Jeff Gunter, I, I thought, is, has been excellent. He seems to um, interact with, with the quarterback at least three, four times a, a game. Um, that's been pretty impressive. Um, uh, again, I heard you guys talking about Dax in the lead-up. Like, that's a first-round pick. You expect him to be good. I'm, I'm not sure I expected him to be quite so ready right off the bat. I think he had six tackles and a pick in the first quarter, almost picked off two passes in his first game against the Cardinals. Now that Jesse's back in the fold, um, I, I was talking to, to the safeties coach, Robert Livingston. He goes, it gives you goosebumps, the, the safety talent that you have in the building right now. And you add Dax to that, and you can do some pretty wild things on defense um, that can really flummox a lot of people. So um, all those guys have really impressed me. And He's not a rookie, but like Raymond Johnson uh, has been really good. Dominique Davis has been really good. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, we were kind of going, okay, what, what are we doing at, at defensive line? And right now, it, it, it's really uh, an impressive array of talent that, that's showing out across the board. Yeah, it's funny, Mike. I mean, a lot of people don't like watching preseason football. I freaking love it, man. We got a bunch of young yeah. kids. Yeah. bunch of young kids out there bumping their ass. Trying to put stuff on film, make a team, uh, but uh, you know the one kid that sticks out to me, and I absolutely love it. We've had him on the show about a month and a half ago, Chris Evans. Um, man, I tell you what, man, he's he's been balling out. Yeah, and and by the way, rookies, I, I left out Zach Carter. He doesn't play like a rookie. Zach Carter's been a monster. Um, look, Chris Evans. If you look at the running back room, um, when you have Joe and Samaje. He, he provides a different element than either one of those. As a kick returner, we've obviously gotten a chance to get a better glimpse of it. Here, he's ripped off two really good returns, one of which counted, one of which uh, did not uh, over the last two weeks, the 65-yard run. The stats aren't going to show it, but he's, he's done a lot of really good things. I think anytime you start getting to your third and fourth running back, a lot of the conversation becomes, can you effectively pass protect? Can you effectively play special teams? 
Um, I'm sure the coaches have looked over the film on on Chris Evans in pass protection this past week. I know it's something that that they had talked about. Um, you know, you have to have to be more complete at this level than you were at the last. Um, Chris Evans has had what five, six, you know, real flashpoint plays in the first two weeks. Give you a lot of optimism that maybe this is the year he could be a, a real impact player, whether it be special teams or does it change the pace back? Right. Tom, you had a question? Yeah, Mike, we've with the offenses fear with Joe Burrow and Jamar and all the flash, that gets a lot of the attention. But the defense, especially in the playoffs, played your tails off to get us to the Super Bowl and nearly win it. If we can get the type of pass rush that Coach Anarillo keeps talking about that he wants, do you see our defense being as powerful as our offense? I, I sure hope so. I, I mean, I, I think the capability is there. I, I've got my boards up from the game. So, um, you know, every week you, you do all your research and you try and get it down to, you know, concise sort of nuggets. Rush defense last year went from 29th in the NFL uh, to fifth in the NFL, uh, 26th in, in pass yards, uh, 18th in total yards, 17th in points. Um, so right there, you, you've got three corners that you feel pretty, pretty solid about right now. Um, I, I know, you know, people have, have had their comments on Eli Apple. I, I think he's um, actually played pretty well. Um, when he's gotten the chance last year, I, I thought he looked a lot more like his better year in New Orleans uh, than he did as a giant, which is is a positive. Um, I, I look at, at Awuzie and, and Bell, and now you add Dax who can do so many things. You can get Jesse back. You know, Logan Wilson's a year smarter. Uh, Jermaine Pratt looked really good at times last year. You get Davis Gaither back into the team full time. So you, you feel good there. You've got two or three more pass rushers that you're genuinely concerned about as, as an opponent, like everything's there to make you think you can be multiple, you can be creative, you can put guys in different positions. Like from, from my position, absolutely. This can be a powerful, powerful defense. Nice. Mike, we're going to probably go to some, we've got some viewer questions kind of stacking up right now. So let's get a couple of them on here for you. If it's okay. Uh, Jamie, you want to take those? Uh, yes, uh, Brandon, sorry, Brandon's asking what your duties are during the regular season. We know you're calling the preseason games right now, but what's, what's the role during the regular season? Watch like you guys Yeah, is, is it. So I do, um, I'll do about 250 games this year between the, the Bengals, MSG, ESPN, uh, college soccer, pro soccer, international soccer, um, so about 250 games, it doesn't leave a, a lot of spare time. And you know what? I like listening to Dan and lap too. So, you know, for me, that's a treat. I, I uh, okay. What's your, <laughs> what's your, what's your take on how the punter position's playing out? Do, are we going to have a change at punter? Like everyone is speculating we're going to have. I think it's an honest competition. Um, it, look, in speaking with Zach, uh, and, and I think you know Duke made reference to it as well on air uh, last week. The reason Chrisman got the full game is because you know punting every other quarter really doesn't give you all that adequate a chance to grade a punter. You've seen Kevin Huber do it now for uh, 209 games. You know exactly what Kevin Huber in theory is going to bring you, which is. Um, historically a perfect holder um, and maybe not as strong a leg as Chrisman, but does a lot of things well, you know, in talking with them. And I mentioned it on, on air um, in, in New Jersey on Sunday, you know, can, can you have variation in your ability to punt? Can you get more hang time versus distance? Are you able to corner uh, the returner a little bit? I mean, you know, those are things that, you know, you can do in practice all you want, but you need a pass rush that actually wants to block it um, and actually try and get him away and do it. And then you need to see him hold and see if he can effectively do that. I, I don't I haven't gotten any read yet one way or the other. I think they're just honestly evaluating it week by week and using what we see and what we don't to try and and make the right call. Yep. One last question for me. Do you do you uh, talk to Marissa Contepelli at all? Of course, uh, of course. Yeah, just let her know Jamie from Canada says hi. Mike, Mike. 
Uh, I'll, I, text will be after. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Might, let her know I said hi. If she rolls her eyes, just uh, pretend you didn't. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a restraining order with him. He's not allowed in Cincinnati at all. Uh, no, I'm going to set that not, out then. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I, run, I run the official Marissa Contepelli fan club. So well, good. We're co-founders. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so Marissa does the scoreboard hit in the stadium at home games. Of course, uh, you guys know as well as anybody. Um, during preseason, you know, usually you'll you'll try and pre-tape the open so that you don't run into the national anthem or the music blaring or anything like that, um, because you come up right at the top of the hour. So, uh, Marissa. Uh, we, we do a quick run through and then she walks five feet over to another camera, looks right into the camera, delivers the perfect 90 second hit with completely different information, turns back to our camera, goes, all right, let's do this open and hits it again. I, I, I turn to Anthony and I go, damn, she's good. She's 100% is so gonna, good. She's 100% going to go national. It's just it's just a matter, it's a matter of time. Of time. Yeah. It's a matter yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah, speaking speaking of Marissa Contepelli, we will have her here, right here, back on Talking Football with Bengal Jim and friends. Jamie knows this, that's why he's so excited. September 13th, uh, yes. Marissa will be with us again. And uh Jamie needs no more members of that fan club for Marissa Contepelli. <laughs> uh, I would like to thank uh, Lisa McLean just bought a, bought a duck uh in the duck race, 50 bucks. Thanks, Lisa. Good luck to your duck. Hope you win those tickets to the Saints game, uh, the Bengal Saints game down in New Orleans. Mike, so it, wait, so regular season, are you in town at all for any of the regular season games? No, not often. That's that's the tough part. Thursdays and Sundays are SEC soccer. So regrettably, I'm I'm busy working other events. But uh, yeah, it's I. It's funny. I always hated that we played at one o'clock because I was never able to. Now I get plenty of chances to watch. So uh, any any away any away games, Mike, that you might be in town for an away game. We're just kind of chance. Like even the, I was hoping that what the the, the Jets? Jets are on a Thursday yeah, night. I'm like, great. oh, this is great. And I'm not even there. Or maybe it's Sunday and, it's and Sunday. I'm yeah, out of town. Sunday. Yeah, bummer. Yeah. Uh, so maybe in November, December. Well, if, if you were to come by the tailgate uh, Saturday, we we let you do a shot and a toast and everything before before you go into the game. So uh, how early are we chilling out here, <laughs> Dude, Mike? You haven't been to a real tailgate. I'm just telling you. I rolled up on you last week. I'm, I'm like, hey. Jim. Oh, that's preseason tailgate. That's nothing compared <laughs> so to that. Yeah, that's. Mike, you scared the hell out of me, dude. I was like, who is this dude coming up on me like that? But uh, no, man. Thanks for stopping by there, man, man. Appreciate Mike, thank you so much. Yeah, Mike, I mean, you do a hell of a job, man. And, and it's just your voice is just so powerful uh, on air. And uh, you do a hell of a job. Man. I'm, the Bengals are lucky to have you. We appreciate it as a as a fan base. Uh, hearing you make these preseason calls, man. We appreciate your time tonight. It means a lot. And hopefully we can hook up at a real tailgate and have some beers at some point. And uh, hopefully we'll run into each other outside of this at some point. Yeah, well, uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's been Thank awesome you. sort of feeling a, a part of this whole Houday family. Uh, you guys on social and everybody. It's, it's positive and it, it's the way. I was just talking to someone in the organization about this this week. There's so much toxicity on social media, and I just don't see it out of our fans. And um, it, it warms my heart um, in, in a way that, as an announcer, I, I just don't see it enough. So um, keep being positive and uh, appreciate you guys having me on. And hopefully, you know, maybe we'll just, like, meet up at the Super Bowl, worst case. Hey, yeah, one last question, Mike. Can we, hey, Caleb, could you put James on full screen for me real quick? Yeah, boy. Yeah, you know where it is going. All right, so this is one of our shirts since he searched did for us, Mike. So everybody looks – I think everybody looks perfect. So Tom is not happy. with Tom's the guy on the very, very right uh, there. Uh, just give us your comments on those four pictures right there. Just uh, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> is this really how this ends for me? Uh, I think the one on the right is actually is. Kevin Malone it's from the office. <laughs> We're just totally messing with you, buddy. No, All right, right. Well, hey, I got one. I threw one jab and now I'm out. So uh, <laughs> nice hat though. Uh, I, I regret that I didn't get the full experience of seeing you in that tonight, but at least I saw it at the oh, tailgate. Man, I, love it. Uh, I love it. Mike, uh, we appreciate it, buddy. Thanks again, man. Sure.
Who they were. Oh, snap, Tom. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, Uh-oh. brother. Even Lisa, was really even cool. Lisa. He just he just got done calling a soccer game. Uh, so he's had a long day. So that was that hey, was really nice to stop. Hey, him. fellow New Yorker, he I was gave nice. you the Kevin Malone brother. That's hey. you know he he, wow. he didn't go to the best broadcast school in Syracuse, but he's a fellow New Yorker. So thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. <laughs> Jim Bay from upstate. Is he from coach. where you are, James? Where, no, let me see. Where, let's see. He is Shaker Heights. No, that's the city of North. He he he, he said he North North. He said North North. He was saying yeah, but, North North, and I'm looking, going, dude. I'm North we, North. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, one more thing. We're gonna get, uh, we're bringing on Jackie uh, Rowe here in just a second, but I don't know if everybody saw Afro Man, man, FBI, CIA. I don't know. Broke down his door. Uh, he lives up in Mount Orb. Uh, the guy, the guy's song is because I got high. I mean, like. <laughs> Captain Obvious here. Let's go. I wonder what it's about. Uh, in, in, in other Cincinnati news, Jimmy's talking about uh, early 2000 rap. Free Afro Man. Come on. Free Afro. Okay. Oh, Lord. Are you Wait, let's, <laughs> shit. Let's bring on. Let's bring on. So this well, is really there goes cool. our week one special guest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Was going to be Afro Man, but now he's. Now everybody knows. Now everybody knows. David. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hey, this is really cool. So uh, we're going to bring on uh, Jackie Rowe, president uh, of the Cincinnati Fear at Invasive E-Gaming. Hey, uh, there she is. Jackie, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right. So I we're been... talking video games. This is my kind of mm-hmm. show now. Let's yeah. go. We got a gamer on here with us, Jackie. He thinks he knows what the hell he's talking about. I'm gonna, I can't wait to see you two. So I, I'd like to address the last question you asked Mike. Oh yeah! Oh, but, I, oh yeah! I think that T-shirt oh, yeah, yeah, is reminiscent of like a GQ cover or something. Hey, yeah. there, see, huh? that's, Fashion Week, maybe. That's September how you cover. get invited. That's how you get invited back on the show, right there. <laughs> oh, that's great! I feel I'm, that, I'm here with um, royalty with Bengal Jim so, and friends. Thank you for having uh, me on. We're, we're just thanks for being with us, Jackie. So tell everybody, uh, you know, we got a lot of direct messages when we posted it. Sorry we couldn't get a couple more days in advance notice to kind of get pushed just a little bit more. But tell everybody exactly what you guys are doing here. This is some cool stuff. Yeah, so Cincinnati Fear, I keep saying, if I say it, you know, loud and proud, it'll it'll happen, right? Cincinnati Fear, Cincinnati's fourth professional sports team, really representing all things esports. So competitive video gaming, which, by the way, is a billion-dollar annual industry sure um, in a number of ways, certainly game development, distribution, but also tournaments that, that are taking place globally, media rights, uh, merchandise, um, events. So Cincinnati Fear really is bringing together competitive gamers who are playing on behalf of Cincinnati. We're a city-based team. So what we want to do is represent Cincinnati when we're playing a League of Legends tournament, uh, a Smash tournament, uh, Valorant tournament, whatever that might be, and really coalesce and bring together the esports ecosystem in Cincinnati. Very cool. Jamie? Yeah, so um, I was checking out the website. So obviously, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, what else? And League of Legends. What League else? League of Legends. Yeah, I, Rocket League this fall. Warzone, and, uh, Rocket League. And uh, Valorant team. Valorant. So, cool. um, I'll I'll take it back. I'll kick it back five years. I teach at Xavier in UC, and anytime I would bring esports and business into the classroom, these kids would over excel, over deliver. They're just eyes lit up. So I was like, hmm, something is going on here. 
So during the you know the pandemic, um, our company Game Day, we're a media and marketing agency here in Cincinnati. We um, basically um, said, well, we don't have 30 or 40 events to work on. So uh, I told our two event girls, I'm like, let's go. We're going to get everything we can. We're going to you know fail fast on esports, and so we did. So we have content developers. We have, like I mentioned, competitive gamers. We also have um, really just casual gamers who just want to you know maybe be at an event with somebody else who cares about League of Legends or, or Super Smash. So it's been really cool. We uh, just launched the brand in April. And so far we've, we've got almost 5,000 people signed up who said, yeah, tell me about your events and your information. Yeah. So for, for people out there who don't know, I mean, Jackie just said the esports, just e-gaming industry is a huge industry. Mm-hmm. Like there's literally right now, if you go on Twitch, there is thousands upon thousands of streamers, 24 hours a day, seven yeah. days a week. Right, Jamie. Play, and, and you're, it's another form of entertainment. I never thought I would do this, but I sit and I put Twitch on on my TV and I watch yeah. people play. Yeah. I love playing video games, but I, I really enjoy watching other people play video games who are 10 times better than I'll ever be. And it's a, definitely a source of entertainment. I agree. I mean, yeah. I, I have a friend who sells um, sponsorships at the Reds and I was telling him about this, you know, a couple yeah. months ago. And he basically said, so wait, let me get this right. Other people are watching other people play video games on One, YouTube or Twitch. I go, it, you know, it is similar to other people watching other people play baseball on TV. 100%. It's, <laughs> right? the, same, it's the same thing. And then Absolutely. also, if you, if, you, you go to, if you go to Vegas, I mean, Vegas is all oh, yeah. in on this stuff, too. Like, the Luxor has a whole e-game. Yeah, they do stadium arena right. which is absolutely crazy so i think you're on definitely tapping in this at the right time there's five ten years from now esports is going to be up there with with the major leagues it's, I, it's I gonna happen. totally agree jamie yeah. and you know vegas is is an interesting um comparison so when you look at city-based teams which we are obviously some sunny fear there's pittsburgh charlotte kansas city of other nfl cities and really what we want to do is you know connect with those teams. Uh, Elizabeth Blackburn, who um, you guys know and love, she uh, connected me with the gal who's in charge of esports for the NFL. And so, you know, we just just introduced myself. She said, hey, I've got to get, you know, all NFL teams got to have a city-based team before I can really get in the conversation. So um, shout out to any of those NFL cities who want to get a team together. We'd be happy to help with a roadmap. But what I, what I also love is if there are college scholarships out there for esports. Every one of our universities that you can name in our region has an esports program, either varsity or uh, a club. High schools, every university or every high school you're going to see on Friday night um, sports talk has an esports club. So these kids are getting paid scholarships to play esports. And what I love about these kids is they're the critical thinking. They're you know they're really smart. They're really creative. And they're going to be great for these STEM jobs, these leadership jobs down the road. Yep. Hey, real, real, real quick, we have a sponsor break here real quick. Uh, Jackie, we uh, just want to let everybody know this episode is sponsored by CAI Insurance Agency. Uh, Mike, leave me alone. Uh, I've got 20 text messages for Mike Schlotman right now trying to get uh, this up. So there it is. Leave me alone, Mike. <laughs> and I, I, It reminds me, I think CAI is one of the um, longest standing independent insurance agencies in our area. Jackie, I, I think you're right. That's uh, yeah, very, you know, if, yeah, if, yeah, if I need stuff. insurance, I'm going to Mike Schlotman. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Gets his profile. <laughs> hey, so Jackie, well, talk I, about all these these video games. So how I, is it time? I, I, I think this. You good, Go Jamie? Ahead. No, I froze. No, that's okay. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so Jackie, talk about, so a lot, a lot of questions. We're getting a lot of messages. So is there a Madden League that's getting ready to start? Yeah, thank you, Bengal Jim. I should yeah. also mention Bengal Jim is a um, proud employee of CAI Insurance at his day job. Um, so here's what we're going to do. This is I didn't really know fun. that. Super excited about this. So Madden 23, of course, um, comes out. What we're going to do is we're going to set on Tuesdays during the regular season at 6 p.m. We're going to set the simulation um, function on the Madden game. Brandon Seho, um, who you might remember from Channel 5, who recently left, and DJ E-Train, 
who used to spin the hits uh, at Paul Brown Stadium, now Paycor Stadium. They're going to be like our color analysts. And, you know, they're going to be one. I, I keep saying it's like bro time. One part, you know, football, color analysis. Um, hey, what's happening, you know, during the game and then pop culture um, stuff that's happening. So um, that's going to be really cool. Catch that on Twitch. It'll basically be simulated between, you know, the first game will be Bengals Steelers. We'll have, you know, what the potential outcome would be, stats. So we'll have a lot of fun with that to share with you, but also, you know, the sports talk guys, social media buzz, you know, a couple of days before the actual game. That's, That's awesome. really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Jamie. No, I was going to say, if you ever start up uh, an NHL team, ah, I'm on it. That's, that's okay. my game. I play NHL, and I play the uh, 2K golf dudes. We got golf is fun, too. We play that you online. Know, I, and then I'm Warzone, too, but I'm awful. Like, I'm not. I'm just a casual player. But, like, I that, watch the okay. guys. I watch the guys on Twitch play Warzone, and, like, it, it's... You know what I love is our League of Legends guys. Um, we just formed a team... Um, in May. And so they were playing kind of um, through the summer and they made it to the finals and they played 100 Thieves, which if you know video gaming, you know that team very well. $62 million in prize earnings over their career, the team's career, 4.9 million this year already. And we we um, lost them really close match and came runner up. And I'm like, hey, I will take that all day 100%, long. <laughs> 100%. So Jackie, tell tell the viewers we got people watching live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube yeah. right now. If, if somebody wants to get to get involved with this, what what do they do? How do they reach out to you? Yeah, here's what I would say: go to our website, fierceandsnay.com. And what we're doing is we're paying people who love esports. So if you want to create content for us, if you want to live stream, I should also mention a couple things we're doing with live streams is we partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters, and we are uh, creating charity streams. And so Emma, one of our female signees, we signed Emma to play Smash um, for us in June. She, thank you, there it is. Uh, Emma just did a charity stream on Friday night, couple hours playing Smash. She raised $350 for Big Brothers Big Sisters while she was playing video games, right? So her goal, we said, hey, Emma, if you can raise, you know, like 120, that would be awesome. So she, you know, crushed that. There's Steven, um, right there, Steven Schmidt. Steven is a great story. He's our first signee. Um, good UC Bearcat grad out of the um, College of Business. And he's the number one player in Ohio for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So Steven and Emma also play uh, mixed doubles in Super Smash. So he's doing really well. So we're paying him basically to go and video game competitively wearing the stripes of Cincinnati Fear. Man, I was born too late. I'm telling I you. I know. I was just... Was 15 like, years later. I know. Be, my Atari, uh, me, be, and my, my Honda Accord. I mean, it could have been <laughs> something, man. I'd be wearing a Cincinnati <laughs> for your jersey right now. I'd be like, I wouldn't even talk oh, to you guys. I'd be let playing me, Smash Bros. I, I got to give a shout out to my boys, Josh Need uh, and friends. Um, they just launched our Cincinnati Fear shop on Sunday. Cool. So um, Cincinnati Fear t-shirts, hoodies are coming around the corner, and hats too. So it's a fun brand. It really is. Yeah, Josh and his folks down at Cincy Church still awesome. do a standing job. They, so they, they, they're the best. They're the best. Yeah. Tom, you got anything? Got anything for Jackie? I was just wondering, Jackie, um, if um, if you've noticed anything, you know, from your gamers who maybe weren't big football fans or big sports fans, is playing the EA sports or, or playing that, does it equate to them maybe following whatever sport that they like to play? Yeah, that's uh, a great question. Whether it be football, Tom. baseball, basketball. Yeah, so I just got the new Nielsen research, and not to go completely data, data geek on you, but um, so call Cincinnati population 1.9 million, right? Um, the the metro area. Of that research says 52% of the population considers them an active gaming enthusiast. So that might be, you know, Jamie, you might be all in, you know, Bengal Jim, you might be watching with your kid, you know, Tom, you're doing, um, you know, you're watching Twitch. So people are engaged with uh, video games uh, on a variety of levels. And so what we're doing is we're really bringing that community together. And the number one, it's interesting um, of that, um, something like 144,000 consider them die hard, consider themselves die hard Red Sands. 110 consider them diehard Bengals fans, which I thought, hmm, interesting. 
And then, of course, it's Bearcats football, Ohio State. So they are sports fans, for sure. Um, they're also really, um, I would say they're good people. Um, they're educated. Um, you know, they, there's a college degree. Um, they're, you know, they're giving to charities. Um, so it's some really interesting research, absolutely. And and we just did an, an event with FC last Saturday, and it was eSports night. They have an eMLS athlete, CSA, who competes among, against other MLS teams. And we had over 200 people do our activation in like an hour and a half. It was amazing. It was amazing. That's well, awesome. I, Jackie, I'm going to propose a shirt swap. So when you get the Cincy Fear shirts, I'm going to bring up this shirt here. I, I'd be happy <laughs> I to swap you. Shirt. I'd be happy to swap you one of the GQ shirts for uh, All in. the Cincinnati Fear. Beautiful. Let's go. Absolutely. So I'll wrap Absolutely. it up. I'll wrap it up here in Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Love it. Hey, Jackie, we appreciate you having uh, having you on. Uh, if there, if we got to stay in touch, man, as this stuff continues to blow yeah. up, we'd love to have you back on. And we'll we'll definitely talk about the simulations. It'll be basically an hour, so six to seven on Tuesdays. Right. So we'll have the results, Jim. I'll send those to you. You guys can have fun with it. You know, do a little highlight each week. I think that would be fun. I would think awesome. that would be a fun time. Guys, Jackie, it's been a pleasure so to spend some time with you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks for making time for us. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Jackie. Cheers. She's you know, awesome. Jimmy, you should uh, just set that up on your uh, on your bus there. You could have a video game console and go in there. I don't know about you guys, and... but I just got myself a free shirt, so I'm happy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not adding anything else to do with the tailgate, James. Unless you want to do that shit, dude. Right? I'm telling yeah, you. Though, listen, like... listen. I'm not the one that just got geeked out on the whole subject. It's the no, guy no. Listen, I'm life. telling you, she is tapping in at the right time. It like, guy. I'm not even kidding. This is gonna be. It's huge now, but it's gonna like if you guys go just for giggles, go on Twitch.tv sometime and just watch. There's literally hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions, watching other people. Play video games 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's absolutely I, I watched, insane. I watched one a couple weeks ago, Jamie, on Twitch. Uh, there was a Madden tournament that yep. was going on. Uh, and you're sitting there watching, you know, uh, these guys play football video games. It's, it's And, dude, it is all – it's all dude. gamified. It's all money. People are tipping. So you're watching a guy live, and then if you want him to shout you out, you can pay. And then your name – Bengal Jim donated $20. The guy's, like, playing a game. Yo, shout out Bengal Jim. Thanks, bro. He does like he plays for six hours. Guys are making tens of thousands of dollars in a single day in a stream. These guys wow. are millionaires playing video games. That was me 20 years ago in my college dorm for free. <laughs> it sucks, man. Watching these guys play like these guys are making millions of dollars. It's absolutely crazy. But it is the next biggest thing. And as the world goes virtual and you. You get the the VR helmets and stuff like that, the metaverse, all that crazy talk that's going on. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Hey, I, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and pull Caleb on here. Caleb, pull yourself on uh, when you get him in. I know you're looks like you're eating a sandwich or something. <laughs> but uh, here's, a, here's the question: How do you virtual tailgate? There you go. Dude, I, I pretty much do it every week because I can't make it down there. <laughs> Yeah, Dave, that's a, that's a great question. At one point, we were talking about uh, putting up some uh, GoPros or video cameras around the tailgate so people can, if they can't be there uh, in person, maybe they can be part of it virtually. I mean, I tell you, we have not done that. We keep talking about it it's on our list to do, but it's kind of further down on the list. I think that's going to happen at some point, but uh, uh, it, it's it's not happening first game uh, of the year, that's for sure. But that's something we've been talking about. Great, uh, great question. So, and uh, what, there was something. Tony was saying something earlier. I forgot what it was. I need to go back and find that comment. Tony made, made a funny uh, comment. It was about uh, CAI insurance. The more you know, the more you can control. So no, that I, wasn't it, but that's a good oh, one. Well, that's a good that one, too. <laughs> and it wasn't a sandwich, Bengal Jim. It was two pretzels. I sat in, in the silence for 15 minutes, and I have two pretzels, and you called me on. I literally I literally was going to put you on screen as you were chewing them. Like <laughs> it was two pretzels. It was two. <laughs> Wasn't okay. let's, let's kind of close this out. Uh, yeah. I, look, uh, Mike, Mike was awesome, man. He was really fun to talk to. He was Mike's very good. Yeah. New York yeah. guy. What do you expect? What do you expect? Oh my God. He's got a great, place. great voice. Great voice. And, and doesn't have a face for radio. He's a good dude. 
Yeah, like he was, he was excited to be on camera. He was yeah. ready to go. Most people are. A lot of radio guys are like, cameras? Yep. I don't want people to know what I actually look like. Hey, we, we do a word. Just everybody that's watching right now, do, we do a word count. How many words do each one of us say throughout the whole session? Jamie has beat his record by like 3,000 words tonight. He was he was pumped about this gaming thing, man. He was ready to go. You talked about video games. I mean, I, what, what the hell is that? What is that's that? our two-minute warning. What? It sounded like hey, someone's phone was. Well, you know, we're going to do better with that. We will do better with that. Horn. It's a hockey goal horn, but in what? What? Yeah. Uh, like a, an AHL team? What is this? Low budget. AHL. This is uh, OHL. OHL. It's hey, James, a actually, whatever. can I make a request, James? Can you pull out the karaoke mic and give yeah. us a two-minute warning, please? Yes. No, oh, it's time for the two-minute warning. Say it. It's time. Come for on, now. man. Come nope. on, do it. Nope, nope. That's, uh, That's a missed opportunity. We'll yeah, put you on solo screen, record it, and make that play every time. That's We're it. Looking for people to record it. Actually, we yeah. missed the opportunity with Mike there as well too on that one. We'll start getting what? celebrities to do it for us. <laughs> Let's go. I, look, I had to. I had to talk a lot for the video games because you guys look like you were lost in the woods. So I had to step out. I was ready. I was Tom's, ready. Tom's saying that they play the EA Sports, and we both kind of laughed. We looked at each other, kind of laughed. I don't know if you caught that, but me and her looked at each other like. Hey, she said it was a good question. Yeah, <laughs> she felt bad for you. Sorry. Hey, I'm gonna get my Atari out. I can uh, kick yeah. your butt Atari, Jamie. Tom, Tom, I would have played you in Tecmo Bowl, and we would have <laughs> been perfect. Tecmo Bowl is very underrated. Thank you very See? much. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. I'd kick your butt in Atari, Jamie. I'm, I'm sure you would. You don't hey, even Jamie, know what I have a color TV are. now. It's all good. Hey, Jamie, in like 1978, Tom was like the Pong champion. Pong. <laughs> I can believe it. I didn't do Pong. <laughs> I was one well, there in the background with all these questions I want to ask and I want to throw myself on and you guys are asking about is that EA Sports? I'm just like I don't I, No, not you guys, Tom. I, I, hey, I love you, Tom. I'm a little man. I don't even know. You painted it's with a broad team. brush there, Caleb. You painted with a broad brush. Uh, <laughs> Michael wants everyone to know you're Tom the Ultimate Gamer. Next year, next year's shirt will have you uh, have some sort of gaming attribute on yours. So next year's shirt will be scrutinized. Okay, we gotta wrap up fast. My headset's gonna die. I just got yep. the, the beep oh. beep. Right, yeah, let's beep. let's hey Jamie, let's right, start with you. Let's, yeah. let's go. Let's close it out. Uh, yeah, hey, hey. Football, video games, and talk about Marissa. I mean, I, I, that's all I can say. I mean, that's my life's gonna die. But I mean, this 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 was a great. This is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And I'll uh, throw it over to Tom. Tom. Hey, Jamie. Good, hey, good Jamie, call on that question, Tom. Fantastic show by you tonight. One hey, of the best. Tom. Here, here we go. Yeah, good call. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're always live. Hey, right. obviously, obviously not rehearsed. Not rehearsed. <laughs> hey, Tom, go uh, ahead, buddy. But uh, no, uh, I thought you know what we've been saying all along about the preseason games: no big injuries, and uh, they've got two days of practice, which will probably in the next two days get them as ready as they can be for Pittsburgh. The next forty-eight hours will be big in uh, prep preparing for the regular season, more so than any of the, the preseason games. So hopefully going through Saturday, everybody stays healthy and all through the season. Um, getting Jesse Bates back will only help things, and I think we're about ready. I know uh, Jimmy's talking to several different people for a big show next week so we can talk about what's what's coming up. And, uh, no, we're, we're ready to go. As you can tell, the, the, certainly the show is uh, evolving. But uh, <laughs> sorry, my headset, my headset's dying. Do you say devolving or evolving? I... Yes, you heard correct. Kind of like okay. EA, kind of like EA Sports. It's evolving. Mid-season form, mid-season form. But, Guys, it's uh, no, Junger watching, going. I we think we signed ready this. And, this is the show. And everything we've been looking forward to is is going to come to fruition this year. I think uh, I think the team is is more ready, certainly more than this team. So. James, Caleb. 
All right, I'm going to bring up the charity thing again. Uh, put that on the screen there. The uh, link that is on there is to buy ducks to go to New Orleans. Single Jim did not listen to his producer while I was talking in the background. This is the the road that or the section that Jim is in. It's the section that Tony's in. It's where everyone is going to be. Um, tickets to New Orleans are ridiculously expensive. If you haven't bought them yet, this is a pretty good chance to get a really good seat for really cheap. And worst case scenario, donate a little bit of money to charity. Um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm also going to shout out my Who Day wedding party shirt for the, uh, the Bradshaws, of course. Yeah. Happy to be a part of that. Do you have a date set for you and uh, you and Rach yet? You know I can take you off the screen, right, Bengal Jim? <laughs> James, over to you. Rachel, Rachel. All right. Like, um, a lot of excitement about the season. We were down at Cook's yesterday um, after our afternoon meeting. You know, folks coming up, hey, we want tickets for the opener. We want tickets to see this. Tickets are, are sold out. And we know that the tickets are hard to get. So maybe if you have some young kids, you want to bring them down to a game, this Saturday would be the way to do it. It's going to be sunny, nice out. You want to get a chance to um, see the Bengals, come on down Saturday. Stop on down the tailgate. It'll be uh, – more laid back than usual for sure, but um, stop on by, say hi, and, and, and Saturday will be an opportunity to get a, uh, a, a cheap ticket, come in and, and uh, see the, the team for the year. Um, excited for the season to start, um, you know, see who's going to make those, those final roster cuts, solidify that uh, O-line and, and uh, watch waivers. But uh, one more game to go, uh, interesting practices this week. With the uh, with the Rams coming in town and, and doing some practices on, on Wednesday and Thursday, and um, honestly, that's uh, that's all I have. Uh, stay tuned for the announcements for um, for next week as uh, as we kick into full gear for the regular season. Some exciting guests going to be uh, coming on, and uh, appreciate everyone tuning in as always. Jim. Yep, and, and you know, the, again, tailgate this Saturday. We'll be there four hours before kickoff. Remember. Uh, we don't have the beer truck. We're not going to have food. We're just down there kind of setting up and just uh, saying hi to everybody, just hanging out a little bit before the game. But we will have an episode, uh, a, a segment on one of our episodes before the season starts breaking down all the new things that we're going to be doing at the tailgate. I'm telling you, I, the people that have been involved in the tailgate over the years, just wait till you see what we got in the hopper this year for you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't forget about the duck race. Uh, thanks, Caleb, for bringing that up again. Uh, T-shirt link, uh, man. I, I got to get an update from Josh Need at Sensi Shirts. Uh, I know we have sold a boatload of of shirts uh, and a boatload of koozies. I was surprised how many koozies sold out quickly. Uh, so we'll give you guys an update on that. Make sure you grab your shirt. That way you have it. Uh, that that right there might have uh, the untamed shirt might have taken over the Big Burrow tailgate shirt. I know a lot of those sold uh, over the last few weeks when he when they put those up. Uh, Caleb hit the one twenty four section uh, about the tickets. Um, See you guys Saturday. No Big Burrow. Big Burrow will not be there again. He's getting cleaned up. He's getting scrubbed down. He'll be ready to go uh, for the September eleventh uh, game against the city near West Virginia. But uh, as usual, it, it is an honor to be on here and you guys being with us as fans. We appreciate no matter what platform you were watching on. We appreciate you being with us, guys. Thanks again, and we will see you next Tuesday. We got a couple special guests lined up again uh, here next week. So we will see you next week and who day. We'll see you down here Saturday. Who day? Who day? Who day? Who day?